welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. A quick check here. Would it have been considered a good thing to be a witch during, say, the Middle Ages? Or probably not a good thing? Hmm. Yeah, probably not a good thing. So uh, if you know anything about the history of witches, uh, not a real stellar record if you were considered a witch. Uh, They had lots of really fun ways to check out and see if you were a witch, you know. Uh, Let's throw you in a pond, and if you magically are able to swim, oh, well, you must be a witch and we'll fish you out. And if you sink, oh, our bad, so sorry. Clearly you're not a witch, but you're also now dead. So, funny how that always worked out, right? Uh, Alice is living in a small little village with her father, who is the local tinsmith. Her mother's been gone for many years, so it's just been her and her father. And her dad has been recently recovering from a very long illness. And finally he seems to be getting back on his feet. Until one day there is a knock at their store door. And Alice goes to answer it, and she is confronted by a man who calls himself Inquisitor Atherton. And he says that he is there because there have been reports of a witch in the area. And guess who is being accused of being the said witch? Yes, poor Alice. It turns out that unfortunately for Alice and for her father, they have a neighbor who really wants their property. Now, of course, if they were to sell their store, they would have nothing left. So it appears that the neighbor has decided to accuse Alice of being a witch. Now, if you know anything about witches and the accusations of witchcraft, basically there's absolutely nothing you can say to prove that you're not a witch. Hmm, once again, funny how that worked out. So poor Alice finds herself basically on trial in the middle of her village with her father watching on in horror as Inquisitor Atherton proclaims her a witch. Now, upon hearing this, her poor father has a massive heart attack and keels over dead. Alice is horrified, understandably so, More so when she finds out that her punishment will not be the, quote, traditional burning at the stake. Instead, she is to be taken and tied to a stake on a hill in the middle of nowhere so that she can be a sacrifice for a local dragon that has been harassing villages. As Alice is waiting at her stake, she realizes that the ropes aren't as tight as she thought they were, and she's able to wriggle herself out of them. But then she has to face facts. Now what? She couldn't go back to St. Toby's. They'd just bring her straight back here, and this time make sure she was tied securely. And even, she thought, even if they did take her escape as proof she was innocent and forgave her, how could she ever forgive them? Live with them, see them every day for the rest of her life, knowing what they had thought, what they had caused to happen to her father, what they had wanted to do to her, what they still might do. And she couldn't just go to a different village and try to make a new life. It wasn't like she was a boy with a trade or even one who could be apprenticed. A very young girl child might be taken in on mercy, 
but she was too old by half at least. Wrapping her sore arms around her for warmth, Alice stooped down to ease her legs. She was no longer tied to the stake, but she had not really escaped, for she had nowhere else to go. That was when the dragon came. Dragon's Bait by Vivian Vandeveld.